0: I used to hang out with them all, actually, when I was modeling Britpop, Brit-pop, blur, oasis, goth parties. Oh, but then, of course, common people came out and everybody thought it was written about me, which was completely mortifying and ridiculous. I mean, I barely knew Jarvis. What? But she came from Greece. She had a thirst for knowledge. It couldn't have been me. I'd never wanted to know anything.
1: Hey everyone! Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Fashion Grunge Pod. I'm Lauren.
2: I'm Mikey. Charles. Hey Charles.
0: <laughs> hey
1: guys. Hey Barbie. Um, hey,
0: Barbie. Hey, hey Ken.
1: <laughs> oh, that's actually really funny because I was gonna tell you both that Variety just released the Actors on Actors interview with Killian Murphy and Margot Robbie. So i'm about to watch it after this (laughs) yeah it's really cool um we're hey Ken. (laughs) apparently there might be a spinoff is what i heard i hope um i kind of hope so because i love ryan gosling so that would be really cool he was he was phenomenal as ken by the way the director
2: emerald for this movie uh by the way we're doing saltburn yeah i was gonna Um, say
1: we're talking saltburn if you hadn't figured out by the title of
2: um but i i was i was i didn't know that emerald was actually she played midge in the barbie movie
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> that was awesome she also played uh camilla in the crown which i'm which currently we're watching, watching currently
2: right mhm yeah, yeah. i I, then... still,
3: I haven't started that yet
1: charles you're what end of season 4 yes that's the um, end of 4
3: the um i think margaret thatcher was last season i, I watched um, yeah
1: that's where i am now yeah. it's really good it's just really
3: sad and yeah
1: yeah it's just like really upsetting just to see like what I, happens with everyone
3: i love margaret thatcher i mean or i specifically love gillian anderson playing margaret yeah. thatcher in season four it's just sort of hard to move on <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's got to be very interesting to watch <laughs> Helena
1: bonham carter as princess margaret is also what? like one of my favorites <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah
2: she's so good i have got to watch this
1: yeah you really do like i thought i wouldn't really be as into it as i am because i thought it was going to be like kind of dry which it is mm-hmm. but the actors are so good and the yeah. writing is so good that it actually makes you interested in this like what you would think would be kind of like dry material
0: mm-hmm.
1: is pretty good uh, on
3: it it's pretty I, good I, yeah i sort of like it because you kind of get like a crash course in like modern br- british history you know That's and true. it's you know it's like stuff i just d- didn't know like um like um i forget what it was called but there was that um that uh, collapse at that coal mine of you know yeah, that, in that in wales that like you know hit the school and i oh had no God. idea about that
1: that was um, so it, tragic so is mm-hmm.
2: this new show sorry to interject um more factual
3: than just what we think would happen or it's pretty factual i think that like it's more more or less factual however the private conversations i think are speculative yeah yeah yeah. but i mean other than that i think it's pretty grounded in reality yeah it's pretty cool at the end of uh,
1: some of the episodes they'll show pictures of the real events that they've just discussed in the episode So, the one that I recently watched was how they found out that there were several, like, distant cousins of one side of the royal family that were put into, like, a mental institution. Mm -hmm. So, they found out there were five cousins, and, like, some of them were declared dead on paper, but then they found out that they were, like, actually hidden away. So, at the end of the episode, they actually show the real pictures of those people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you're like, oh, wow, there were people that they did, you know, that they hid. It's really fucked. Like it, yeah, it's really fucked up. But yeah, it's really, really good. I think Emma Corrin's really good as like young lady die. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really neat. And the guy who plays Charles is really good.
2: Who like who plays Charles?
1: Uh not Dominic West who plays him a bit later. It's the guy who plays like the Charles when he was maybe like twenties and thirties. Mm-hmm. I think his name's like Josh O'Connor. I think mm-hmm. he got an Emmy for this season for lead actor i think or yeah, golden globe yeah. something like that like he won a big award for this so it was really cool but we are here to talk about saltburn <laughs> yeah. we're gonna get so off tangent and so off track but i just wanted to do a random bonus episode there's no real general structure we all just kind of wrote down ep- like down notes about it because all of us have seen it and pretty recently I have seen it twice in the theater. Mikey, as of last night, has also seen it twice really? in the theater, which is a first. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's definitely not a first
2: for me seeing movies twice in like a few days or whatnot. But it's it's been that way. F- I mean, it hasn't been that way in a while.
1: Yeah, that's what the first is. And Charles mentioned before we started that this is the first time that we have both seen a movie twice in the theater that charles has seen once
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh that's what you were gonna say yeah yeah
3: Yeah, but not not for lack of trying we're just usually talking about jurassic park i'm just like you people are on are in my territory you know like
1: (laughs) So, speaking of jurassic park i was watching jurassic world last night and i i text you guys in the group chat hoping for some like you know support about how it was like really late and I was like oh. kind of attracted to Owen from Jurassic World. I did not say Chris Pratt, I said Owen. That, and
0: that
2: that's what we're gonna call it, support, huh?
1: Yeah, I did. I wanted some like, you know, well, he is pretty awful, but Owen's pretty hot and can like take care of himself in this situation. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I mean he can, can he can talk to raptors. Like, what's wrong with that? And then I basically just got like a total shaft from Mikey and I was like Charles was typically silent, so I was like, okay, he either completely agrees because he would probably like refute this, or I was hoping that there was gonna be an interjection with like Micah's team Jacob, so like who cares? Hey, wait
3: a going. minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I mean I mean I I'm I'm saying Owen Grady, I you know, I mean Claire kind of brushed him off and I think she was, you know um you know wrong to do that you know and you know like i mean you know like i mean to ding someone for wearing shorts on a first date is pretty petty in my opinion in
1: costa rica where it's hot exactly
2: i I just like how last night you admitted to liking a part of chris
0: (laughs) a
1: part oh like a role yeah, yeah, yeah you're, i'll you're, admit that you're, That's you're, you're
2: so doing him a lot and yes he is a bad person in real life i, well, I
1: don't know if he's bad but i don't like him
2: <laughs> i think <know>. so
1: <laughs> but it was just funny to me i wasn't trying to be like an asshole i mean star lord's all right <laughs> he's okay too i mean sometimes I only in the first movie and infinity war all the other ones no. but you're like it was, it was just really funny. <laughs> I actually really like Jurassic World. Um, as far as the new sequels go, oh, uh, it's yeah. really good and still holds up. So it's on HBO now. So that's yeah. why I was watching it. I was I
3: like, think, I like this one. I think they're completely done, though, with like Jurassic Park, right? I think that's what they're saying now. I wouldn't be surprised if they did a reboot of a reboot in like a few mm. years. <laughs> so, it's going
1: to be Scream what, after a while.
3: What did that girl call it in Scream
2: 6? A requel. Yeah, exactly. Oh, is
1: that what she called it? A repo? Yeah. I don't know. Randy would be rolling over. He in probably was. It's yeah. grave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <will.
1: laughs> um, so, first of all, let's just talk first impressions about Saltburn. Like, had you guys heard or seen any kind of like chatter about
3: it before you saw it in the theater? I was vaguely aware that it was sort of a horny people in a big house movie. Um, <laughs> yes. But <laughs> I. I I didn't really know a lot of the details Um, just because, you know, if I can, I sort of like to go into a movie blind. So aside from watching the trailer, I try not to find out like too much about the story. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah.
1: Okay. Mike, what about you?
2: Yeah. I honestly, uh, I didn't know anything about it until you texted me the trailer.
1: Oh, okay. I I
2: had seen nothing. I hadn't heard about it from anybody um and so this was like pleasant a pleasant surprise and then the more like you and I talked about it and then we were like you were like oh, I want to go see it let's go see it and I was like okay sure um but even cool. even with my my second viewing of it last night well okay let's i mean let me let me talk about the first time so obviously like we we said we saw it together um I loved every part of this movie it gives off a newer and fresher take on like talented mr ripley vibes mm-hmm. excuse me um every actor and actress in this is fabulous Mm -hmm. (laughs) you've got barry keegan from and because i'm a marvel nerd he was in the eternals um that's the only thing that comes to mind i know he was in a a bunch of other stuff like uh what 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 were we talking about off there dunkirk
1: dunkirk yeah he's also in killing of a sacred
3: deer which has been on my list to watch this week Um, um Last year it was nominated for an Oscar for the Banshees of innishirrin mm-hmm. oh i I heard about that too, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: and it's um, Keogan. I said Keegan at first, so, so I think we were gonna no. jump it it's Keogan, yeah, just so. I said he... it was, I thought it was Keegan just how I read it, but it's yeah. Keogan yeah it it's <laughs> more
2: Irish yeah,
1: that sounds yeah. More... <laughs> that sounds more Irish yeah.
2: um but uh I also uh when we talked off air, I said this movie was uh brought to you by Barry's awesomely chiseled body um which <laughs> which and you get slutty mean,
1: little chain yeah, and slutty cool. little irish boy chain
2: and i the scenery is just amazing i mean we we don't go very we only go to like oxford barry's uh barry uh oliver, sorry oliver in the movie oliver's house and um saltburn so like really three locations right mm-hmm. um but they're, they're school you know, huh
1: yeah school the house in sauburn okay. right yeah, yeah that's basically it
2: um the scenery is is breathtaking um all i mean the lighting is really cool too you don't, you're not struggling you know
1: no thank god it actually was lit like unlike batman which what the fuck
2: right um Jeez. the music we you, you and i keep talking about the music the music is amazing actually when i was coming out of the movie last night um I was looking on iTunes and you know how um I guess well I mean on different platforms but iTunes um they, uh somebody can create like a like an like their own version of an album like oh, their, yeah, Spotify like, too playlist. Spotify does that so mm-hmm. there's a Saltburn playlist that someone created and it's, it's phenomenal it's like songs that weren't in the movie but are by the artists that have stuff in the movie if that makes sense
1: oh that's cool
2: so it kind of goes with the same vibe
1: oh that was cool yeah Um, that was one of my um i gave it a general eight out of ten and my big point off was that i wish that there was more music and that it was featured more i feel like we only got maybe like three or four songs that you I, yeah. actually heard full volume and I just kind of wanted like a clueless vibe where every like 7 or 8 minutes we're hearing a song <laughs>
0: right. um
1: but i mean you know that's that's neither here nor there but that was just like my one kind of cuz i just love movies that have really really intense music that's a huge part of it so i mm-hmm. really liked that it was a huge part of it and i kind of like the fact that <clears throat> it was like 2000 i think we were talking about it like the sign when Oliver first goes to school, and you see him, and it's his, like, welcome class of 2006. But then it looks like he graduates, or unless he gets a graduation for every end of year term or every end of year, because I was like, well, if this is 06, and he looks like he's new, mm-hmm. and he's just come there, then he would... I don't know how long their schools are there. It's, what, Oxford? Is it three yeah. years, or is it well, four?
2: So the timeline... I don't know. But the timeline thing was weird, because, like, I wish it would have said... You know, this is like three weeks from now. This is four weeks. You know, at the bottom of the screen or something, because you know what I mean.
1: I think, yeah, because it it takes place over. Doesn't uh Venetia say at the end when she's talking to uh Ollie that she's like, you knew him what six months? Yeah. So it's oh, like right. it's the beginning of term behind. into summer into summer. So. It's kind of weird too with the with the I, I think we're also like overthinking it because we oh, that. dissect <laughs> movies as yeah. a rule. So we're like trying to place together the timeline and the fashion. But I'm like, it wasn't winter when we met him, and that would have made more sense for it to end up in summer is that we would have seen but then it also time jumps in the end. You don't see how far ahead it was when like the guy dies. Yeah. The father, stepfather. Listen, like we I, don't see how long that was from when he left to when like was that a year? He looked considerably older at the end, so I was like, "Was this a year?" Side note: I love
2: Richard E. Grant.
1: I I think Loki,
2: <laughs> fucking amazing. Like old man Loki, he was like uh, the Spice Girls manager in Spice World. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not forget that. <laughs> um, but when that was one of my one of my favorite scenes. Sorry, I mean I'm kind of going off like side side note side note. But that was one of my favorite scenes. And I know, like, the son just died, played by Jacob Bellardi, who played Elvis and Priscilla recently, um, when he's just, like, shouting at everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what in the madhouse is going on? I mean,
1: it's pretty mad. It's
0: it was pretty like, pretty what mad.
2: madhouse, like, tea party Mad Hatter? Is. <laughs> oh, my God, he should play the Mad Hatter.
1: Yeah, he would actually be a good Mad Hatter. Like. Anyway,
2: Sorry, side note, side note, over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, I'm just trying to think of, I feel like what's been really interesting for me since I'm so online is seeing the reactions and the differences between like the millennials watching it and Gen Z watching it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's interesting to see the first movie that I can remember that is inherently like weird and uncomfortable in some scenes but it's marketed to this generation yeah like we've had these films before and they've been kind of either they'll either there will be a film like this but the none of the actors will be at the level that these actors are so that we wouldn't really hear about it so I don't know but you have someone like Jacob Elordi who's everywhere and Barry Keoghan who's everywhere and Rosamund Pike like you have these names that are going to draw you to go see the film which I think is really cool and interesting and then it's funny to see people like different reviews one guy on TikTok actually does really cool reviews I don't remember his name right now but he does really cool reviews where he kind of said what i thought about it like i thought it was really cool i mean yeah some bits were uncomfortable but that's kind of what this movie is i think if you went in thinking it was going to be you know a coppola film
3: you know i Mm -hmm. then it's
1: a bit different like that's obviously not the vibe that they that emerald goes for but i did like that it was like sick and twisted but not too sick and twisted but a lot of really funny memes i think but i also have to say that one one thing that I found really interesting was that when me and Mikey saw it, it was like ten forty five on a yeah. Sunday night, and there were maybe two other people in the theater. Three, Three?
2: a couple, and then a, one Brando in the back of us with a mask on. Okay, <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> okay. All right. um, no, it's cool. But when we watched it, the whole time, like the entire theater was silent, yeah. so I didn't hear any reactions to like the bathtub scene.
3: Um, like
1: any of the like uncomfortable, like the grave, uh, shagging scene, like there are probably like four, uh, kind of scenes that you kind of like wait for audience reactions. But it was cool when I saw it with Charles and Bethesda. Well, granted, there were two women that were kind of loud behind us, but Mm. super vocal. Like, (laughs) yeah, there were lots of I could hear (laughs) other people's reactions. Oh yeah, I mean, last
2: night there was maybe two couples so that's four people and then like a a a single woman and oh no and then two girls like way in in the front um because i was up up in the back where like i could order my food and stuff um
1: oh must be nice (laughs) hey i took myself out all right um You got the wrong tickets that time when we had to sit in the regular
3: seat no,
2: you know and what? not
3: get food taken well, to our table. Well, you know, Lauren, if you'd come with Mike and me to see Beast, then we did get oh, to see you in the correct section. And, you know, if, um, and if, I, and if, I, if I if I remember, I invited you to um, see that movie multiple times and you always said no. Lauren, you're Called not
1: Lisa Love from the Hills. <laughs> How was that film? Did that work out for you?
2: <laughs> you're you're not getting any sympathy
3: from
1: either of
3: us. <laughs> That's okay.
1: It's okay. No, I still no, love no, you.
3: I mean I mean it's a Drees Elba. Fighting a line with his bare hands, what's not to love <laughs> um that movie was special it was it was that movie
0: it was, was special,
2: very, very special. <laughs> um I'm gonna leave it at that, but um, what I was gonna say was that I definitely heard uh reactions last night
1: oh, last, you did
2: yeah um these these girls remember that I was texting you while I was in the theater, and I was like, this bitch like she <laughs> before the movie started, there was all these trailers, Charles, mm-hmm. and it was like. It was like um, Casablanca is going to be here for a week. Uh, the oh. Shining is going to be here for a week. Something like that. And as soon as The Shining came on, and it's... Uh, who's the woman again? Um, is it... Shelly Long? Shelly Long. Yeah, thank you. Shelly um,
1: du- Duvall. Is... Oh, oh Duvall. Oh, yeah. no, that's right. right. I knew it's yeah. a Shelley. So I was going to say Shelly Winners. No, it's not a Shelly Winners. <laughs> um, I
2: was like, it's a Shelly. <laughs> but all of a sudden, I hear this woman go why is Cher in this movie? And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Cher? Oh no. I guess she looks like Cher from the 80s with the hair. I don't know. I have no idea. Kind of. 70s, 70s, yeah. Um, But I texted Lauren and I was like, this bitch did not
1: just ask this question. (laughs) Oh God. I think I thought you meant that the woman thought that Cher was in this movie. And I was like, where?
0: (laughs) That would be pretty amazing
2: if she was. That's why I I said fucking auto text because it messed up. I thought it said The Shining, um, oh, but, um, <laughs> but no, especially with the grave scene. The that girl was like, "Oh my god!" And then um, the bath the bathtub scene, you could just hear the couple in back of me go,
1: oh, "Ew!" Oh, just go, <laughs>
2: yeah, That's so funny. So, like the
1: the the girl was like, "Ew!" And I was like, eh, well, you know." The memes have been so funny. They're like, never have I ever been like jealous of a grave. Like, <laughs> yeah. Also, I love when people f- post like four photos out of context that if mm. you've seen the film, like you know what it is. Oh, uh, so yeah. someone posted like a bathtub drain, um, <laughs> like a vampire, and like uh like a runny egg and like something <laughs> else. It was like all these different things that if you'd seen a the film. Runny
0: like, egg.
1: <laughs> yeah and then all these different things like if you'd seen the film so i i love the meme content i'm i'm so here for just meme content in general but i'm i also want to say that like now that i've re on edibles i kind of want to see it a third time in the theater because i'm not going to be able to see it that cool at home I'm, I'm also what's really weird too was when i was watching this movie like it sounds weird and funny to say out loud but i hope that people get it is like When I was watching it, like, this is the kind of movie that I'm so accustomed to watching by myself,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and watching streaming, because, I don't know, because when we were younger, like, these kind of movies were only in the video stores. Like, these were not playing anywhere, not in D.C. anyway, we're not in New York or L.A. where we get all of, like, the indie indie stuff, Mm -hmm. so I would always just be used to watching, like, basically Gregoraki movies, like, weird shit by myself, and I could never picture seeing it on a big screen, it's just strange and now that i'm seeing on a big screen i'm like god this is so cool because this is something i totally would have watched in high school or something that i would have rented and been like oh what is this weird movie <laughs> and then uh like the, i'm sure the cover would look really cool and the actors are probably like these small actors but now actors are so big because of social media yeah. and euphoria is such a, a massive show that jacob balorti on but then he was in some netflix movie i think before that which i didn't see but i think it's like a ya thing but um but yeah, so I, it's just it's really cool to see it like on a huge screen and, and the way it should be, because like the cinematography and production design are another character. They're mm-hmm. so
3: incredible. Absolutely.
1: I love it. Um, let's see, Mike, you said you got some behind the scenes. Did you find out anything? I mean, there's it's gonna be on Prime on the twenty second, so people out there can see this soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is which is so weird. It's it's so fast. I know. I feel like it should go out in like
2: January, january
1: or february
2: yeah. like i yeah, like that because i mean it just came out what last week
1: thanksgiving weeks? yeah yeah um
2: but yeah no i did find out some stuff hold on my notes are kind of all over the place i
1: haven't um, heard of that much stuff hold on almost there
2: okay uh barry keoghan is that mm mm-hmm okay thank you um spent a belfast weekend with filmmaker michael mcnulty developing his liverpool accent and drinking pints for 20 hours straight
1: some irish people on tiktok say that he's doing an irish accent for the whole movie but i don't know (laughs) i mean i'm not the one to know
2: (laughs) yeah no but you can definitely tell whatever accent he's attempting to do goes in and out yeah i think it's liverpool yeah. I think is where he's supposed yeah, yeah, to Yeah, like I said, yeah. I mean, which again, Liverpool, I I believe what is that movie with um uh Brad Pitt and he's like Doug's
1: Oh, that's snatch.
2: That's Liverpool accent.
1: Is it? I mm-hmm. thought it was supposed to be a completely I think... made up amalgamation that they had no idea like what he was it was a mix of I, honestly you know what it was, because I remember doing this movie with Jai, is he couldn't do the London accent. So Guy Ritchie was like, okay, then we're just going to make something, like, really fucking wild and crazy. Oh, really? I thought, Yeah, I thought because we don't I want people that to, that to that joke that. on your London accent. Like, it's going to make it seem less authentic if you can't do it properly. Oh, so we're just yeah. going to make you do, like, a Pikey accent, which is, like, a really exaggerated, uh, like, whatever, like, a mix of, like, kind of, like, slurring your words, but then, like, a certain kind of accent. But I don't think it's Liverpool specifically. I remember Liverpool isn't Sporty Spice from Liverpool
2: i think so
1: the beatles are from liverpool
2: the beatles are yeah so i always remember like
1: no manchester oh okay okay yeah oasis is manchester uh who else is from liverpool there's someone else i think mel is mel b no i think she's from newcastle she kind of sounds like she's from anyway i don't know a spice girls will always help me with an accent okay so i think it's sporty Spice who's from liverpool (laughs)
2: But um, so, yeah. my my second is uh the actual place used for Saltburn is actually called Drayton House and that is in Kettering, UK. Um, I want to stay there. Right? Yeah, I totally do. Um, in a video conversation with Margot Robbie, who is also one of the produce producers of the film,
1: how Carrie amazing! Mulligan,
2: yes, Carrie Mulligan said that the role Emerald uh Fennel, the director, originally offered her was not the one she ended up playing Mulligan read the script and found she wanted to play a different character and Emerald agreed to her request to play this other role instead I'm wondering which role it was it didn't say
1: I wonder because what other girl or woman like character was there besides Venetia or Elizabeth well um
2: Elizabeth's friend who died uh (laughs) Pamela yeah
1: yeah, but if she was going to... No, I know. I wonder what the original oh, one yeah, no, was. No. Yeah, was she going to yeah. be Elsbeth? Mm-hmm. Or I wonder if she was... Yeah, Venetia, no. She wouldn't be Venetia. No. I loved her fucking clothes. I love what they're like, she's oh so boring, right. but you'd never right. be able to tell because she's so stylish. I, right. <laughs> um,
2: another one I have is uh, some filming took place at the University of Oxford, which is also the alma mater of director Emerald Fennel. Oh, that's cool. of Grey Of and star Rosamond Pike, a graduate of Wadham College. I, I think I'm pronouncing these right. I hope I am. Um, both Fennel and Pike also completed degrees in the same subject, Eng- English literature. Oh. That's um cool. the Minotaur statue, if you remember, was uh designed using Barry's uh body as a reference. Mm. Um he has a beautiful body.
1: He's so little. Well. He's so he's, so <laughs> he's actually tall. not. It's just because Jacob Elordi is a mountain man, <laughs> like six five. How tall is Jacob, six five.
2: Oh my God, Jesus Christ! I wonder
1: how many times he gets asked that like a day. He's probably like, <clears throat> "Yes, I'm very tall." <laughs>
2: um, my seventh one. Sorry, I'm almost done. Um, Emerald has mentioned in interviews that she was influenced by a number of literary works when making the film, including "The Go Between" by L. P. Hartley. Rebecca by Daphne Demure.
1: <gasps> Rebecca, Daphne um, Maurier. Thank you. <laughs> I don't It mind. is very, didn't you feel that, Charles? It was very mandatory. Yes, yes,
2: <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, Bride's Head Revisited by Evelyn Waugh. Mm hmm. Um, Maurice by E.M. Forster. The Remains of the Day by Kazu Ishiguro. Okay, yeah, I don't know sorry. that. Sorry, uh, and Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte. Oh,
0: okay. Wow. <clears throat> Excuse
2: me. Um, my second to last one during rehearsals, Rosemond Pike and Carrie Mulligan improvised the conversation they have in their introductory scene. Uh, Emerald Fennel found it funny, so she added it to the final screenplay. Similarly, Rosemond Pike joked to Fennel that her character secretly thought, "quote unquote," normal people was written about her which inspired some of the final dialogue in her sunbathing scene. Oh, interesting.
1: That's interesting.
2: And then my last one was uh, both the teddy bear in the long gallery that Felix tells Oliver belonged to his father and the smaller teddy bear shown atop um, a casket near the end of the film um, are direct references to the novel Brideshead, revisited by Evelyn Waugh. Much of the film's initial plot and characters draw from, from this novel. In the novel, Sebastian, a strong inspiration for Felix in Saltburn, often mentioned or is seen carrying um, around a teddy bear named um, Ulysses. Huh. Uh, Oh, no, my last one. Sorry. Venetia's hair was intentionally damaged by bleach as the filmmakers thought it would be more accurate for a socialite of the period of summer of 2007.
1: Yeah, that's about
2: right. uh, Cian Miller? Sean Miller? Um, head of the hair and makeup team offered the actress, um, offered actress Alison Oliver a wig, but she was willing, but she was willing to sacrifice her hair's health for the character. Uh, Oh, wow. Margot Robbie, the producer of the film, or a producer of the film, like I said earlier, visited the Sulburn set after Barbie wrapped. Uh, Miller said Robbie was impressed by the damage on Venetia's hair. She says, I could hear her I could hear her saying, look at those brittle ends. They're just perfect.
3: Oh, my God. Uh, that's commitment.
1: <laughs>
2: that's <laughs> commitment. And uh, that's all she wrote.
1: I have to say, I love Margot Robbie for so many reasons, because I love a lot of the movies she's in, but I love the movies that she produces. Mm. Like, she really, I think it's her and her husband, uh, like, produce them together, and I just love what she ends up acting in and then i also love what she ends up producing it's really cool yeah yeah i really like it
2: um does anybody else have any notes
1: uh no i don't have any general notes i do have like some of the stats like currently on imdb it has a 7.5 out of 10 Hmm. rotten tomatoes gives it a 72 and then audience score is 78 so it's very like I feel like it's one of those, like either you really like it or you really don't, mm-hmm. or you just don't get it or you, I don't know, but I feel like a lot of stuff is, I don't know. It, it's, I really like listening to all of the discourse online about it. Cause some people are like, what I've heard is, is I feel like the, uh, younger generation is so used to breaking everything down like really microscopically that yeah. they're talking about how like it's not i've I've seen people say you know it's not really a good commentary on class because the people that are like of higher class are not like bad enough like we don't we're not oh, seeing so- them as as evil as we should because rich people are bad kind of thing and i, I feel like they're always looking for like another like deeper commentary when sometimes that's not the
3: point of the film and that's not
2: um white whitewashing right
3: no it's not whitewashing i do like that sometimes a movie can just be a movie you you know like doesn't Mm -hmm. always have to mean anything yeah Yeah. you know Um, that's
1: how i i feel like i i feel like we're not supposed to like i think they're thinking that we're supposed to like he i think the fact that like i mean it's obviously spoiler alert it's very like talented mr ripley in that he's like kind of infiltrating but it ripley is very different it's similar but it's actually not at all but but like you see like throughout it oliver like is plotting this whole thing which i personally didn't know i didn't see a lot of the twists coming i thought that when uh felix died he was gonna leave Mm -hmm. and that was going to be like that was the climax of the film was that oh my god he died and and like you know he had this horrible exchange last with him and you know he had found out his secret and then does the rest of the family know his secret did he tell anybody like would we ever know i kind of thought that was how it was going to end and he was going to just leave and he would have this kind of magical tale of this crazy hedonistic summer that he spent at this estate i didn't mm-hmm. see like the entire next kind of act where you see like every step of this perpetual motion and then you i do like when i don't know what the storytelling device is called but when they actually flash back to scenes that you've seen and you see a different perspective on the scene that you've already seen mm-hmm. yeah so,
0: that was cool like
1: i like that how you like you saw him like fuck around with what's his name farley there's too many yeah. f's felix farley And then, like, you didn't, we didn't know, like, we, you know, the next day we're like, oh my god, Farley tried to steal a plate. And he told someone that he had, like, an auction house that he could get a hold of these plates and, and, you know, sell them for all this money. So then we never thought it had anything to do with Ollie. We were, like, moved on. And then at the end, you see after they slept together, he, like, grabbed his phone and he emailed. So he's the one that's gone behind the back so you kind of see all these little things that you didn't see before. Mm-hmm. There's another scene that everyone on TikTok's been freaking out about. I personally need to kind of watch it to see it again. So when Ollie has breakfast the first night or first morning and he asks for the eggs, and he says over easy fried over easy and then uh, Felix is sitting across from me, has the English breakfast, and then, you know, Farley's over here, Venetia, whatever. Apparently, when we are looking in the direction of, like, the outside, like the windows are in front of us, another doppelganger, Felix, walks by in, outside while Felix is sitting at the table. Huh. And I think during this yeah. discussion is supposed to be when they're talking about doppelgangers like that is actually one of the stories that they're talking uh, about mm-hmm. at the table i have to look for this because everyone on tiktok is like yeah i wondered if anyone saw that too and i was like shit man i don't pay attention to shit i was <laughs> like okay i was like i didn't see that i didn't get that but that's pretty cool so i kind of like that there are some you know easter eggs thrown in there too
3: that's cool mhm
1: yeah it's super cool uh, that's all I kind of had for, like, the numbers so far. I mean, I also think that this movie is going to see a resurgence once it's available on Prime. I think mm-hmm. so. Because a lot of people on TikTok, I've been seeing that they're commenting that it never opened in their city, like, in the theater. So they're all like, I'm dying to see this. Oh, wow. I'm dying to see this. So I feel like we'll see a lot more, I think, about it once, um, you know, it's widely streaming on on Amazon. You know, it's it's very, like... This reminds me of like Bones and All. Another yeah. movie that was like uncomfortable in a different way, but I really liked it.
3: Mm-hmm. So I
1: like this new genre of like kind of uncomfortability, like part coming of age, part uncomfortable. Uh this also people are are doing these really funny lists where Somebody yesterday did a, a TikTok about um, you know, other movies to watch if you liked Saltburn and you know, they were doing the list and I commented, I was like, I come no Gregoraki movies are on here? This is wild. I was like, That's weird. You wanna see weird, like watch something like that. Like that's a lower budge version of this. Cool. But it's, you know, one of my favorites. But but yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, did you guys have any more, like, behind-the-scenes stuff? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have any fashion notes, but did you guys have any standouts of, like, outfits that you liked or you can remember?
2: I loved Barry's um, party outfit with the horns. Yeah. I've actually been trying to find the, that exact top on Amazon, and I can't.
1: <laughs> oh, it's the pants. Don't the, pa- the pants and the jacket match? Yeah. It's cool. Sophie Canale is the costume designer.
2: I she's a genius. Yeah,
1: it's really cool. <laughs>
2: Cause I, I I love I love all of those outfits. I mean, um, the mom,
0: um, Elspeth.
2: Oh, Elsbeth? Oh my god! Like her, just her character alone. Everything I love her and everything she wears is just. I want to have somebody like her in our life. <laughs>
1: she's really cool. You know. <laughs> Um, She's really
0: fucking
2: She she did not deserve her ending the way she ended. But, you know.
1: I know. It it very felt like very Igby Goes Down. (laughs) That (laughs) was, like, the vibe I had, but not as uh, funny-ish. But, yeah, it was more like... It was really odd, though, because, like, the more evil... I don't I didn't never saw this with uh talented Mr. Ripley. I think that was just a really differently constructed film and for the time in ninety nine and and for Matt Damon like as an actor, like it was just done in a very different, subtle way. Mm-hmm. But in this one, like when we found, kind of found out the trick, like why did like he just keep getting hotter and hotter? I was like, All right, this is weird. <laughs> like after we found out he did all of this sick shit, we're just like, Wait, why does he look even better than the beginning? Is it the hair? Like, what have they done? Does he move his face <laughs> did he do something to his face or he looks different now like i don't get it
2: so spoiler alert question i guess but Hell yeah because he like does he own that castle now or yeah
1: the- damn he got the you saw her sign in those papers oh, She did mm-hmm.
2: okay that's right yeah like what is the he bigger gonna?
1: Bigger question is Duncan there? What is he gonna? Do? Oh right, is Duncan is the house staff there? I want to see. Right? Is Duncan there? What has he seen? And how is he not AI? Because I was pretty sure that he was AI. <laughs> like um, he was just really weird.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. I yeah, I really he, want I to know. know. He had a little bit of a gay vibe too. <laughs> Duncan, I, I I think he was just very British.
1: You know, <laughs> so it was very like my employers made me sign a massive NDA, so I'm keeping yeah. my mouth shut yeah. <laughs> of all the weird shit I see around here. I will not comment. I love that song at the end, "Blood on the Dance Floor." Oh my! God. I mean, we all do. Has it not been pumping in our in our ste- in our like headphones and stereo for ever since we've seen? I mean, the movie? What,
2: what was it? I looked it up as soon as you and I left the theater. Remember? I yeah, my phone. <laughs>
1: It's so good, and now it just reminds me of, like, dancing all around my house. Not naked, but dancing all around my house. (laughs) But God bless Barry Keoghan for, for being European and not giving a fuck, because I seriously doubt, like, Jake Gyllenhaal would do that scene, or... Tons of the other actors, yep. I guess, you know, who would do it. But... His
2: dick flapping in the wind like that? I was like, yeah. I'm sure
1: it's not the first time. <laughs> but we thank you for your service.
2: Thank you for your, your thank service. You for your service. <laughs> thank you so much.
1: <laughs> Most definitely. I did like how we got also Jacob Ballardi in like a supporting role. Because yeah. I feel like he's a really, really good supporting actor. I did see that the Independent Spirit Award nominations came out, and I did not see any Saltburn nods
2: oh um, interesting
1: hey, So I, I was gonna say because two
2: of his movies came out in the same year is he gonna be like against himself <laughs>
1: uh, i i would think he would get nominated for priscilla more than mm. salt or saltburn but i don't know i also if it's independent spirit i don't know if because technically it's amazon mgm if m if mgm is considered like a big studio mm. like this is an indie film but i think it was produced with mgm like that's a major house so maybe that's not considered um like eligible for maybe it has to be a smaller studio even though may december which i have a feeling charles uh, oscar minute i have a feeling may december is going to be the sneak in the oscars like everyone's
3: talking about charles melton already he just got a critics um, choice award heard some good things i think they're also talking about i'm blanking on the name it's that bradley cooper movie uh maestro yes um also that movie that's supposed to come out with emma stone oh Oh,
0: poor
1: things i want to see
3: that yeah Um, it came
1: it comes out this week oh okay. yeah it comes out like friday thanks we should all go see it yeah i really want to see it yeah it looks good it looks really cool um so yeah that so that's another one so yeah we were talking the other day about like what do we think is going to be you know in the contender i personally feel like it's going to be hunger games this season i just feel like we have a lot of really good things out and then i forgot in seeing the independent spirit award nominations i forgot about a lot of the films in the beginning of the year that we forgot about like past lives like some of the eastern asian cinema which is because things have been delayed you know um i feel like we may have heard about it, but there was a strike. So I don't, we just didn't hear about some of the things that were out. So that's one that I heard people talk about, but I think that technically will be for this year. Cause it came out like early in the year, I think mm-hmm. like January or something. So yeah, there's always going to be some sneak attacks, but may December is on Netflix, but I want to see that because apparently it's loosely based on Mary Kay Letourneau.
0: Oh, wow. I oh.
1: think, I think that's the story it's loosely based on. And then I don't even heard anything about Napoleon as far as like awards uh, go and there's something else um that i think i was surprised that i didn't hear well Saltburn is like a is a toss-up like i think it would be really cool to nominate someone from it like rosamund pike i thought was really great i also thought barry keoghan was great but it's a really tough category mm. like if we're talking lead actor in all the films that have been out this year i don't know if i could sneak him in and just is it just five
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: yeah like, um yeah that's like a tight that's a tight sometimes it's
3: just hard to tell you know you just don't know you know i mean it's so i mean i i think it's unlikely but it could always be possible so that's true
1: yeah that's that's definitely true yeah i'm trying to think of what outfits i mean i love venetia because she dressed most like girls in 2007 like a very like messy Sky Ferreira. I don't know if yeah. you know Sky Ferreira, like the singer. Yeah. Um. It very much like indie sleaze. Mary Kate Olsen boho. Like she was like rich, peaches Geldoff, Pixie Geldoff. Mm. Like British, like cool girl, but like rocker girl. She kind of had that vibe. Like mm. I love that tinsel jacket that she has when they're playing uh tennis outside.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And they have the that suit. The guys have that. the suits on. Yeah. And she has like the really cool jacket with the sunglasses and she just looks really cool i like the way that she looks she reminds me of someone another actor she kind of reminds me of the girl who plays nancy in stranger things like a oh, little yeah. bit but like her face not like the blonde hair because the other girls have blonde hair but she kind of like reminds me of her a little bit
0: mm-hmm. but
1: yeah that's pretty cool uh what other fashion did i like i mean i liked i really liked uh ollie when you saw him later in that cafe and he was sitting like typing like gibberish on his computer
0: oh yeah Mm -hmm.
1: and i think he has glasses i did like his glasses were very like 2006 the like rimless glasses that he Mm -hmm. had on in the beginning and then somehow lost (laughs) like didn't wear (laughs) i think he had like black rim glasses when we saw him with uh elspeth later but I thought he was totally going to bag Elsbeth in that house. Yeah, right. I was kind of surprised that he didn't. Yeah. But maybe that would have been like a step too far.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't think her
1: husband would have cared. Step
2: too far after what they do.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. But I thought in order, but I guess he really had to play his cards right because then it would be harder to manipulate her in the end to get the house. Because <laughs> once yeah. he's thrown out, i did love when when the the stepfather like near the end was like well you know you should leave because you know we want to grieve in private and there's not much point being here and he was like no i'm not leaving she needs me And he was like no i think you should leave in like the dead of night so we don't like have to see you again and he was like no (laughs) like i'm not leaving he's like how much but then he does leave yeah and then he just like bides his time yeah and has money bides his time and then finally like goes in for the kill which is just kind of crazy it would be cool if he met up with farley like right. later on and he's like i got the house I'm like now you'll never want for anything again. i think
2: farley is attractive i just i didn't care for his hair it looked like what's his name corbin blue from um
1: High School Musical? Oh, I've never seen High School Musical. <laughs> that scarred me. Um, <laughs> High School Musical did?
2: Yeah, I don't know why. I just, it was trying to be... Too, I don't know. It was trying. Um, was that
1: before Glee or after Glee? That was before. Oh, okay.
2: Um, But they made, like, I don't know, eight of those movies or something like that. Yeah, they but, made
1: a lot. Oh, I forgot about Zach Efron in that exactly. wrestler movie. Yeah. It's another I, one that's going to be a contender. But
2: I li- I liked Farley's character. Even though oh, I didn't he... like
1: his character, you didn't I'm like sure it. The guys, no, I'm sure the guy, the actor is cool, but yeah, I didn't
3: like his character. I found him annoying. Really? Hmm. He was basically the Jacob of this movie. <laughs> wow.
1: He was. Every time he came on screen, I was like, "Why are you here?" Wow.
2: <laughs> I feel insulted. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you
1: should feel insulted. You should feel intense shame because oh my it's. <laughs> the fact that he imprinted on that weird alien baby it's is just weird strange baby. yes she was a weird alien exactly. baby You're calling it a weird alien baby renesme
3: come on well yeah, that's such a great name
1: too
3: name.
1: renesme
3: i mean oh god was- rumor
1: <laughs> rumor has it that uh, robert pattinson's girlfriend is pregnant and i was like he has to name the baby renesme <laughs> Like, oh my he,
3: God. he actually has to. <laughs> Rene Like, what is that? I Isn't mean-
1: it like Renee and like something else? What was the explanation for that? I, I,
3: think, I think that Bella's mother was named Renee, but Esme was Edward's mom. And so she was oh. like, I couldn't decide between the two of them. So I just made them all one name. <laughs> Oh my god! That is horrible. That's horrid. That poor child. (laughs) That poor fucking
1: child. Um. Okay. So, music-wise, we MGMT. Time to pretend. I mean, just the biggest song ever. But I did. I do love a montage. I love a party montage. I love any kind of music. Uh, I mean, any kind of music that's not today's music. I'm down. I'm in
2: so uh the cheeky girls with have a cheeky christmas that was in that was playing in the bar
1: yeah so low that's the it, thing i didn't like so really low. hear it
2: um, yeah we have we had arcade fire with no cars go i i can't i didn't write like what scenes they were in uh, another
1: one that i remember vaguely in the background
2: yeah um it's called like you're gorgeous by baby bird i think that's the one that's playing at his birthday party
0: no. oh okay no,
2: no no wait oh no that's loneliness by tom craft okay loneliness da, 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 da. i can't say oh so. okay yeah yeah, yeah. then they have like the
1: karaoke and
2: like, the stuff lights too. and everything like that yeah mm-hmm. and then of course like i said murder on the dance floor by sophie ellis baxter dun, dun. i mean so cool so fucking like that's one of my my favorite little parts at the end. Um
1: I, I mean, that's the best part of the movie, let's be fair. A, that's the let's best part of the movie
2: when he's not doing anything weird.
1: The intent well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not actually weird compared to everything else he's done. Compared to
2: everything he's done it's in the It's all that
1: weird. I mean, the thing is is I don't I mean, I guess I'm just assuming that the younger generation has been more sheltered, I, I guess, which is strange to think because they've they can see everything and you guys watch really upsetting things and i'm just surprised that so many of them were so i mean like utterly shocked and i don't know if it was just for like trolling on the internet like they weren't a shock, but that was the thing to be like funny and jokey about they were like oh my god i'm never the same i was like oh i mean i guess i mean i'm trying to put my self like in that age group i guess if this was the first time i'd seen anything weird i'd be like holy shit
0: mm-hmm. it is
1: kind of weird i mean i guess well hold on kids there's weirder shit out there
0: <laughs> so <laughs> i mean <Yeah>. you know <laughs> <Not really. laughs>
1: but i mean it was just it's just i don't know i'd never i haven't seen anything like that in a long time and i haven't seen a film twice in the theater for a while
0: yeah yeah, so was... I,
1: I feel like that that's really said something. Did you guys have favorite scenes or lines? I didn't really write anything down because I don't have any like. I did like when when um Elizabeth was talking to Ollie outside, and she's like, "I was a lesbian for a while, but I couldn't deal with it. It was too wet." She's like, I just love men. They're so unbelievably dry. They're,
2: they're, I mean, so, just... they're so lovely and dry. And I was like, yeah. What can kind I of uh-huh. go to? I was um, like, What are yeah. you talking about? But I love you. That that was actually one of the scenes that I had because <laughs> I had I had two. I had that one, and then I like the uh, even though it's sad because you know Oliver is like basically really straddling Elizabeth's like dead body, and um, he's it's like the last lines in the movie, and he's like, I hated all of you and you made it so easy spoiled dog sleeping belly up no natural predators as he's like disconnecting her life support which oh, is like is gross and then oliver's like well almost none <laughs> and oh, then no. that, cut, that cuts to you know him being naked and all lovely and stuff but um
1: was snorting just like, lines of coke uh, right <laughs> in, in the, in, the ba- in like the blue room sunny room and then like champagne just drinking champagne just I love,
2: I love when uh Jacob Elordi's character um is like this is the blue room it's blue <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the library I, dead rally dead rally dead rally I
3: do like that whole shot of him like g- g- giving the house tour and he's just, like flying it's through cool. all these rooms I do um, know
0: it.
3: yeah I, I, I thought I thought that was cool um, and that like buttery
1: yellow linen shirt that you can like see through. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I see you, cinematographer. I see you. <laughs> I uh,
3: I kind of like I can kind of like the karaoke scene. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was just like so awkward and weird, and I was like, what's what's going on here? Um, and you know, and you can tell the per this per- the guy who's singing is like committed, like he has he has. <laughs> He has been, like, studying for this performance for at least a week, you you, you know? Um, (laughs) um, And then, um, of course...
1: bottom jeans,
2: (laughs) boots with
1: the fur.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. And Richard A. Grant, he's like, I love this. This, That's the best part. The words are on the screen.
0: (laughs) Oh, God.
1: (laughs) I hate karaoke. (laughs)
2: it's so awful
1: i kind of like it if i'm drunk enough i've only done it like a handful of times yeah
3: me too (laughs) i am i am always too 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 scared i just can't do it
1: (laughs) i have to be really drunk yeah really really drunk for sure (laughs) did you have another one charles Uh, sorry i think we cut you off um i'm trying to think
3: um i also just like the um um i also like the this there's one there's more than one, but um, I like the scene of like um Felix just kind of like lounging in his dorm room at um oxford just uh. like complaining about how hot it is and you know he's like in that like loose like l- l- linen shirt you know right. and um
1: don't you love how he leans <laughs> <laughs> it's very jordan catalano <laughs> just like let's just watch him like lounging around i love that they all are reading harry potter
2: yeah right yeah, too, yeah cool. like
1: all around the house like you see them like he's reading harry potter on the roof and then they're watching, like, super bad, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me it's 2006 without telling me it's 2006. Right. Like, everybody's watching super bad, yeah. Technically, that was in 2007, though. Oh, was it? Oh, that's right, because it's, like, the next year. Yeah. It was, like, class... But class of 06, that means that you're graduating in the spring of 06, then, how is it the summer of 07? That's why the timeline is weird, but we're not, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but it's just, yeah, the timeline is
0: kind of as we're making up for, yeah.
1: <laughs> I do love when they're all in the field and they're all like naked and they're like, no trunks in the field. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, Ugh, okay. And then he like walks towards them. I think it's Farley who's like, wow, good for yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when they're like, ha! They're, like, and like Venetia's just laughing i was like oh my god this is so i was like i want to go to Saltburn." you're not a spider you're like a moth i know (laughs) that was a really weird scene but i thought it was really cool where she kind of like I i did like when she kind of figured she figured out that like there was something up with him yeah that he was like a leech but the way that she is it's always the people that seem like off balance that are always right about everything but it's like yep. no one in the movie will listen to them because mm-hmm. they aren't split you know as a viewer we know but you know no one else knows but i feel like she was really like in that tub part and he was just like really like now she just like he put the what is it the blades next to the the actual um tub but he didn't slit her wrist did he like she did it on her own
2: no she that's what well that's what he says that, or that's what he narrates so it's 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 up to I guess the audience to be like did he or didn't he?
1: Yeah, because he put the blade. We saw him put the blades there. I think it was maybe an encouragement. I guess. You know what I mean. Like but he could have done it, and nobody would have thought otherwise. This is this is very true. That's the thing, they would have been no, like, "Well, she had it's issues."
2: It's up to audience, you know. What yeah, that's true. Imagination.
1: Just my imagination. Oh my god,
2: I want to see that movie so badly, that um imaginary what? movie.
1: What's that? Remember oh we... yes, yeah, um, trailer. Yeah, no,
2: that's too scary. Because that was that was playing as the as the trailer. It's like yeah, it's like the trailer song.
1: Just my imagination.
2: Yeah, no, I wanna that see... is really scary though. Not so good. And I love Blumhouse or Blumhouse.
1: Yeah, there. I mean, I really liked the Purge series, mm-hmm. both seasons. I I still am a massive Purge fan, just as an original story because we have nothing else. So I feel like that was the most original, the original thing. Yeah. Oh, another thing I al always had, and not always, but I had a a question about was that was anyone else as shocked as I was when we find out that Felix found Ollie's real house. It's like his real parents. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. That, that, and that's we get cool. that, like, yeah, we get that, like, total. I feel like when we stepped in the house it felt very black mirror. Yes. Like it had a very odd vibe. Like there's that like you also kind of see that different side of Felix that he's angry that he's been duped. Yeah. And apparently we get the we also find out about this Eddie that was there last year and I'm like, "What did Eddie do?" Right. <laughs> I wonder what Eddie did. Um but we get this kind of when we see the parents and everything and then and then Ollie like gets up and he's like, "I have a horrible migraine." Horrible and he's like, "Take a pill." Sit down, right? Like, and then he does that weird smile that feels like I'm watching like The Grudge. Like I was like, what the fuck! It's really weird. It's like a weird kind of Black Mirror vibe, like a yeah. weird, like a weird grin, but a laugh grin and an evil grin and like a nervous grin. It was really creepy with that Jacob already did. And then when he, the next shot you see is, you know, he's like, I'm not really hungry. You know, and they're like, no, mom made lunch for you. You're going to eat. And then the next thing we see them in the car headed back to Saltburn. I was like, why did I don't understand why he didn't just leave him there and just send his bag there and then be like, we're done, Ollie. And apparently there were supposed to be his party. Like they're supposed to be Ollie's birthday party. I'm like, they would not have cared if if he didn't show up and they would just had a party anyway. Like, I don't get why they brought him back in. Why would Felix want him back in? that's
3: what i i didn't really get but i mean i mean for felix's sake he probably should have done that but yeah i mean you know
1: oh um, god when he puts the coke in the champagne and then he drinks it and then he like vomits Mm -hmm. like all just next to him like it's so calculated and we don't i didn't see it coming i feel like anyone who anyone who says they saw it coming i think it's impossible that you could have seen that it would unravel the way that it did, mm-hmm. I think. But I thought it was so, so good. Best movie I've seen in the theater for a while. I think we'll be talking about this for a while, just as a culture and like a movie culture. I feel like we'll see more people talk about it, more scenes, more TikToks, fan cams, montages, um, very be- Keogan. You are now my new obsession and I'm going to try to watch more of his filmography. <laughs>
2: There's gonna be action
1: figures and comic books. And, no, I'm kidding. Someone said that they wished a twenty four um, they wished that a twenty four distributed this so they could have bought like a bag of uh, of Felix's bathwater that they would have been inevitably sold oh on God. their on their <laughs> web shop. And apparently, there were these mini bathtubs for promotion in some of the theaters, and they had to tell the people like, "No, you can't buy these." And people were like, "I <laughs> wanted the salt burn bathtub." And I was like, "This has gone really far." <laughs> <laughs> we've strayed mm-hmm. further and further from God's light now <laughs> um so yeah I mean any last words this was just like a random episode I'm just gonna th- throw um, it there
2: no but I, I I'm glad I
3: saw this twice Me I'm too. I saw it once and it's um a story that sticks with you <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, it definitely does there? what mm-hmm. theater did you go to uh oh. Bethesda Row
1: Oh,
2: Bethesda Road.
3: Yeah,
1: okay. I know. We got scammed. We didn't get those recliner seats we're used to at Silver Spring.
3: And, right.
1: We're all used to those now. Although the ones we went to at Montgomery Mall, I was like, "Wow, is this 1989? What's happening here? Right. Like <laughs> fold-up seats?" I was like, "Really? <laughs> That's okay." Were like those were,
2: I feel like we were attending like a university lecture
1: i know it was like a tiny theater it
0: was it was one of
1: those like weird like it felt very 90s yeah i felt because that only theaters would be like they have multiple screens like it wasn't a big screen and also it was filmed in four three the aspect ratio of the old tv
0: oh Oh, okay
1: which i found really interesting because i don't think a lot of people like not that they didn't pick it up but like i feel like i thought i was tripping i was like why is there the black i was like oh shit is this filmed in like the old tv ratio like from 2007 like is that why it's filmed like this because they didn't have the wider tvs yet like we didn't have the sixteen nine widescreen tvs yet we still had the square
0: mm. i think mm-hmm.
1: so i was like oh wow that's pretty cool so yeah that's another interesting tidbit about it which i thought was cool. i think it was shot on film too oh interesting. like motion picture film i think probably takes for like the color and like how warm it looked and everything mm-hmm. it just looked really cool but yeah i mean as always sign up for the patreon i don't know what we're doing over there next we're gonna do some holiday ish maybe like domestic drama holiday movies i think me and charles what we're gonna do next reversal of... yeah well we're gonna do... we all have to do home alone yeah this month and then we're gonna do i think me and charles are gonna do what reversal of fortune yeah yeah that's the next one we're gonna do um and yeah we'll uh we'll keep you updated please like review rate share tell your friends and all that and we'll see you on the next one bye bye
0: bye